0: Greetings and welcome back to the Frantic Football Podcast on World Football Index. As always, I'm your host, Neil Shalat, and I'm delighted to say that finally, I have been reunited with Ben Griffiths. How are you, Ben?
1: I'm good. I'm much better now. It's been so long, you know, it's yeah. been, been a long time coming, Almost so I feel months, like yeah. I'm so much older now that we're back <laughs> together. Yes,
0: we've, we've learned a lot, I suppose, in these in this month. We've become has... very
1: wise. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: A um, lot of stuff has gone down, of course, uh, because the world of football has slows down. Uh, I suppose it's it's not really worth trying to cover everything, so we'll we'll restrict ourselves to what's gone on this week uh, as always. but uh, yeah, it's it's we had international action, we had uh, uh international as in qualification action for on the men's side. We had a lot of continental women's tournaments uh, reaching sort of key stages. and just today when we're recording is uh, recording this other on Friday. Uh, men's club football has returned so we've got some interesting developments in a couple of title races in Asia and some league seasons starting as well around the world so let's talk about and let's get into it after this Before we get into the 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 real world football action, let's also quickly address the elephant in the room from the week, which is of course the release of the, the early access release rather of FM twenty four. I've seen Ben is in the game, and Ben, I'm, uh, I you experienced this as well. I tried to bring you to 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 where I am, but you simply refused yep. to leave. What, what, what is the matter with you?
1: Um, the matter with me as a as a human being is you know many things the problem with virtual me is that he is apparently picky so so in the game he's unemployed he has no experience he's unemployed he, as well yeah so he's you're unemployed no experience at club um like like a very average stats so like eights and nines pretty much for the yeah, for ex- what ex- you need
0: except except like the sort of league knowledge where it's league like knowledge the whole world extensions
1: yeah because the Americans in the game typically have almost all of North America and almost all of South America and almost all of the Caribbean with some knowledge. Why? I don't know. Maybe because we didn't, we were we didn't partake in too much colonial expansion. So like they're like, <laughs> okay, we'll give you the knowledge of where, the, the, where Spain expanded colonially, um, and Italy as well is a weird one. Why? I think it's because of Boston. Uh, and then <laughs> I have knowledge because the guy that put me in the game. I had the leagues that I mainly cover at the time in my bio, so we put all those in, which is like Belgium, Latvia, South Korea, Japan, um, uh, the Scandinavia, pretty yeah. much. So okay. I do have then Australia. all that knowledge. Yeah. So while I would be an asset because I'm pretty average in the game, I'm not bad, but I'm not like great. But like I think this football manager, the staff can increase their attributes, so like I'll yeah. learn, I'll grow under the tutelage of some amazing human manager. Yeah. I will not come to your club <laughs> unless apparently you are gonna win the Champions League. Wow, I I, I and that was the same with Football Manager twenty three. I've never in FM twenty three been able to hire myself because I don't play at Tottenham. I don't yep, play because I don't want to be fired from Tottenham because I <laughs> probably cry, and I don't want to play as someone who's like, yeah, like potentially the Champions League. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not absolutely not. You true. know, I don't have oil money, so <laughs> who who, who um, do you start your save with then? So in, in yesterday, FM24 beta, I started with Girvan's Kitakushu Kushu in J3 uh, wow. because one, yes. I like their I like their colors of of red and gold. One of my old universities is red and gold. So like, you know, I got to use the part and then they have an amazing stadium and they're about to get, <laughs> they're about to be relegated. Ooh. There's only one team relegated from J3 every year and it's pretty much going to be them this season. So I'm going to try to like save them and they have a fun stadium literally right on like the water. Wow. Look them up yeah it's, let's do that. It, it's gorgeous um and then after I do that, i'm gonna play save as Cambridge united I'm not my virtual me isn't gonna go Cambridge uh second division Spain I'm not gonna my guy probably wants like ten k a week I bet so yeah. did you try to sign me as someone then yeah
0: i, I did i did so i start so i- completely randomized it, so I got um uh, in Peru.
1: Um And yeah, I tried to bring you to the lovely heights. Uh, I probably have altitude sickness and all, honesty <laughs> I would have, you, I would have suffered from vertigo. I bet. So maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. My guys, like, I've lived at like you know sea level for my whole life, so I can't yeah, go up enough. to Peru. Maybe if you <laughs> brought me to Lima. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess that was. I should have.
0: Maybe if I get the move to like
1: Allianz Lima or something, hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll consider. I'll try and see. What maybe you should try uh, somewhere in Uruguay. I think yeah possibly yes
0: (laughs) but yeah that's that's i i'll see how it goes but yeah that's that's how i play always
1: randomize it because it's fun i've tried that before and i end up clicking the button several times and i'm just like wow it's so cool that i can never start a game because i'm like, (laughs) just not because i'm like oh like i want to know but i do want to know like about the team and the players before i start so Mm -hmm. i typically start a game after i've done like literally in real life like a week's worth of like <laughs> research and stuff into because i mean that's how i get to know so many teams yeah. sometimes through football manager. i'm like oh it's a cool logo
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i, I i'm blind to learn on the job so i uh, mm. gonna start my season now let's let's see how it and, goes. Um, don't football
1: get. manager if you're listening to this or or si yeah feel free to pay us i mean absolutely yeah without i We're mean put you on the game and see if you know <laughs> he could have yeah some ability to go to teams my adaptability <laughs> is literally 20 in my save and i was like nah wow. i could adapt in your country but i'm not gonna <laughs> but move, move there. like <laughs> virtually me doesn't want to leave the u.s but then also someone tried to hire me at colorado and i didn't want to move there i'm like wow. where do i want to move dc <laughs> united who could only be there? hired by
0: dc united basically <laughs> madness oh, Wow.
1: Yeah. I, i'm waiting for the editor to come out i always just put myself on my team i'm like i'm right. gonna play as this team and i'll, I'll stick myself in that i'll give myself like <laughs> very little money because i don't want to like some people are like oh i'll pay you a lot like don't pay me a lot pay me as little as possible it's like whenever i try when you go to a new club and you get to negotiate your wages yeah just tank it why would you <laughs> because why would you pay yourself
0: yeah it's not real money m- like, like a, you keep the wage
1: below transfer you. wages yeah exactly I, that's you know l- one pass from Lionel messi that you could get yeah or most of deandre Yedlin. <laughs>
0: Uh, except the captains, so are mad maybe but yeah, yeah except- <laughs> uh, well, but yeah, I guess, uh, obviously we're all excited for, uh, for I mean the the alpha release of course, uh and I guess our saves go as well. So we'll see if some exciting stuff happens. But let's steer back into the real world for now. Uh, let's start with some uh, international action. We had twenty twenty six World Cup qualifying already. We've already got ten teams. Who are out of it? So with, will take a thousand days left. Um, there's ten teams who will definitely not be playing uh, at the next World Cup. All of them are from Asia, uh, or rather from AFC, because the twenty lowest ranked teams in the confederation play basically first round playoffs, two-legged ties against each other, to see who will go through and who will go home already. You go through to the second round, which is a round of group stage, and then another round, and it's very complicated. But basically, what we know is there's ten teams getting eliminated here, which is yeah, a format which has you know gotten a fair bit of criticism because yeah, I mean, like
1: being obviously it's so of, early and they're already out. Yeah, exactly. And it's, exactly. Like and it, and none it's of usually the same are, countries that are out every single yeah, time. It seems because
0: like. of the ranking. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 a real shame for them. And yeah, I mean, none of these twenty teams are going to make the World Cup like there's basically no chance. But, you know, at least let them play the qualifiers, get some competitive action. That, yeah, even for, I like, mean, personally, I don't I wouldn't mind this playoff format if the 10 teams who lost were given like AFC qualification playoffs uh, rather qualifying spots or whatever. But with this, they're basically done for like the next four years. Yeah,
1: there's almost no competitive action That's in that face. Is. Which then systematically will keep them Worse, Lowered. because yeah. they can't really play better teams yeah. than, because they're all going to be playing competitive matches. They're like, we don't have room in our schedule. They're and like if they do, it's range. like one match yeah. every once in a while against a better team. And, but then they'll play against a lot of other... Yeah, like among themselves, basically. <laughs> yeah, lower-ranked ones, which is a yeah. problem because then, I mean, San Marino, which... Well, I don't think they're actually the worst team in the world. I yeah. think that they... Oh. It's a quirk they, they, showed, they scored. They being against the best confederation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, they haven't scored for forever before that. But still, if you play consistently against Denmark against yeah, anyone in UEFA, true. you will be better than if you're Guam and you're, and you're praised for scoring against Singapore. Yeah, that's, so, that's true. Yeah, I, that's true. I, I mean, I want to put every all the the, the worst teams in the world against each other because I, I do think San oh, yes. is way better. But then the, I just or t- I mean, take Guam. It, what if Guam was playing against Finland, against Denmark? against England like even if they lose by 10 goals sometimes like
0: you get experience
1: you get to you know see more about I mean Singapore is a decent team but they're also one of those worst 20 teams in in the AFC so yeah Yeah, it's definitely you know they could change it but I don't think they will yeah and it'd be nice if they did I just don't think they will I guess is what I meant to say yeah exactly even with
0: now this you know 48 team world cup you'd think they might have changed something for this but well, apparently not. So, anyway, we have had some some massive stories Uh, from this. I guess, yeah, one thing to mention is Guam out. Guam is, of course, technically a territory of the US. So, <laughs> uh, a, a thousand days before the World Cup in the US, among other places, one of their territories is out. Um, elsewhere, we had a massive, massive result for Afghanistan, who beat Mongolia 2-0 on aggregate. One nil in each leg, but between the legs, there was some massive drama there uh, so the so they won the first leg at home, uh, one nil, and then now many of these Afghanistan players do play abroad, so, so there's a fair few playing with you know higher quality professional clubs than you would find in Afghanistan, of course. so many of them were p- pretty unhappy with like the standards. Of uh, their head coach in terms of like his 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 training his tactics, uh, and all that and I I mean I, I imagine there were other off field issues too. So they wanted him uh, Abdullah Al Mutairi is his name I believe they wanted him gone for the second leg. They didn't want him on the touchline, but the federation decided that they would sack him after the second leg, um which I don't know what they were thinking but they basically expected him to just like be there sign the team sheet and then sit in a corner. So what he did is, uh, he he did go there. But then he refused to sign the team sheet. And he was willing to forfeit forfeit the game 3-0, which means Afghanistan wouldn't have gone out. Uh, and So then the Federation basically had to sack him. And this is where like 15 minutes before the game is when this news is coming out. So there's absolute panic then. So the Federation is forced to sack him. The uh, His assistant takes over. Signs this sheet and whatever, gets them going. And then, after all that, you know, massive credit to the players because they put together a great performance uh, and won 1 0 again. So, yeah. You're probably I, motivated after.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Finally
0: new manager's bounce, like, the most immediate in. new manager's bounce. <laughs> you could possibly imagine, like, 20 minutes before your game, you're a new manager. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, quite, quite high drama there. Uh, and also a massive result. Um, for Pakistan who beat Cambodia one nil, uh, on aggregate to win their first ever World Cup qualification tie, in thirty four attempts over thirty four years, uh, it's it's a I cannot be overstated what a big result this is for them. Uh, yeah, this was like the they won in the second leg at home, which was um like amazing scenes, um, a packed stadium, great to see. And that was their first sort of uh, first home game in, I think, eight years, uh, because their federation is beyond a mess. Like, it's been utterly dysfunctional. Like, there's bad federations all over the world. We've spoken about many of them, but this one is, or rather was, you know, beyond hopeless. Like, they literally weren't playing games. That's how bad it was. They couldn't, you know, prep, like uh, schedule games. It was really, really bad. But before this, um, not not too long actually, maybe like just a month before this tie, they brought in Stephen Constantine, who is, uh, well, a journeyman international manager to say the least. He's been uh, in quite a few places and generally very much lower ranked teams. I believe he had had two relatively successful stints in charge of India. Um, He was at Malawi, I believe, at some point long, long ago uh at rwanda as well if i'm not mistaken so he, he's been you know uh many places and he he definitely knows how to get the most uh, out of uh let's say these lower ranked teams uh, absolute you know he, he is he was i think born in london if i'm not wrong uh, definitely british so he's, he's an absolute old school forefoot to brexit ball guy <laughs> and i mean he got the job done look two clean sheets one nil uh, across two legs um you, you you can't ask for much more than that so I mean fair play to him as well great result for for everyone involved and yeah I mean loads of stories to come out of it but ultimately it's massive for Pakistani football because now they're guaranteed at least 12 more competitive fixtures over the next three or so years which is um, as I say because like they weren't playing it's, it's quite the change and, uh, definitely should take them uh, in the right direction. So, a huge result for them there. Uh, yeah, I mean, f- for the rest of the ties, obviously, no sort of, no major upsets because, you know, these are the lowest-ranked teams playing each other, so there's really not much scope for a huge upset, but uh, yeah. Uh, we I- I'll just quickly run through uh, all the teams that advanced. Uh, you mentioned Singapore. Of and Pakistan, Pakistan, we spoke about uh, between Sri Lanka and Yemen. We had uh, Yemen advance for one on aggregate between Bangladesh and Maldives, Bangladesh advanced, So a, a really good sort of first round for uh, teams around the Indian subcontinent, especially uh, between Timor-Leste and uh, Taiwan. It was Taiwan who uh, advanced 7 nil on aggregate, so pretty big win uh, that between Macau and Myanmar. Myanmar got a big first leg win. I think five one, uh, and that's what got them through. Between Bhutan and Hong Kong, it was Hong Kong, uh, of course, were impressed at the recent uh, Asian Games. Uh, one four nil in the first leg, but lost the second leg two 0 So a, a good result for Bhutan. Uh, and sort of the ranking points, but uh, they're out as well. Between Laos and Nepal, it was Nepal who got through. Um, I think uh by just one goal. So. A a close tie that and lastly, Indonesia absolutely thrashing Brunei yes. 12 nil on aggregate. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, among these, you know, these 20 teams, I believe Indonesia were the highest ranked, definitely are the strongest. Yeah, I was um, gonna say,
1: if they're not the highest ranked, I do think that they are the, the, the best one of them. Yeah, so absolutely thrash them.
0: Uh, and yeah, they're comfortably through. Now we move on to the second round, which I mentioned, uh, full of groups. Which I believe will get underway in the next international break in November. So that is something to look forward to for all these ten teams that advanced. Right. Actually, it's now,
1: Hong Kong where the were the best ranked one forty nine, Indonesia one fifty. Oh, <laughs> so effectively, which I think that, that Hong Kong, as you as you mentioned, they probably shot uh, just ahead. Is that is that recently. the updated ranking? Because.
0: Where I'm looking, Indonesia are one hundred and forty seventh.
1: Um, that was, I guess, when they were drawn. So yeah, oh yes, that was right. from July when they were drawn. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So
0: now the highest ranked team, Indonesia, safe to say. Uh, and yeah, so they are all through. We also got um, World Cup qualifiers, all the way over in South America. The CONMEBOL qualifiers, uh, stuff to do with, I believe, mean, ten teams again here. The only difference is there's only ten teams to work with. <laughs> they'll be playing for the next three odd years uh, to decide which six and a half i think go
1: through so you've got
0: yeah the six it's wild and then the playoff spot so half the con- over half the
1: continent it's wild is- that over half the continent is going and you could probably make an argument that almost the entire yeah the whole probably continent. nine of them should yeah. realistically go because there's, they would all every single one of those would make the world cup better Absolutely. i think venezuela is the the one that might be the worst ranked that but still, I mean,
0: any guesses where Venezuela are in the table?
1: Are they aren't they high? Aren't they like fourth yeah, yeah. or something? They're, They're fourth, pretty high,
0: exactly. They've been really impressive. They that I is a good guess it.
1: because I have not actually seen. Oh, well, yeah, that is a very so.
0: good guess. Yeah, they got a drug against Brazil as well. Um, and then they beat Chile uh, in this window. So, very impressive. Yeah, Chile so, so are then.
1: are they're up and you can't see what I'm doing with my finger, listeners. But they're up and down, aren't they? They yeah. they'll have a like a really good run. They'll have like a really bad, yeah, bad run. It seems like.
0: Yep. So, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess the big stories there are uh, Brazil, as I said, drawing to Venezuela and then losing to Uruguay doesn't mean anything because yeah, they're gonna go through like in almost any case. But they've dropped a third, Venezuela in fourth is big. Uh, Chile eight. Yeah. If they miss out, I guess that would be a bit of a shock.
1: I would say that would be big because you wouldn't expect them to miss out. Especially completely. with like all these spots available because yeah, the likes of oh, Venezuela,
0: yeah. Paraguay, Ecuador maybe as well above them is, yeah, not a good look for them. Uh, and Peru and Bolivia are the two winless uh, in the in, in, in the table and I guess they're probably the two, uh, are certainly two of the favorites to not advance, so that is that for the uh, World Cup qualifying. Let's quickly also talk about uh, Euro qualifying in Europe. Uh, because unlike South America, they do have to trim down uh, their their teams for the Continental Tournament as well. And a lot of trimming down happening in this window. A lot of teams through including Scotland, which was big. Uh, great teams there. They, I, I think it's a bit of a shame really that their spot was sealed in the match between Norway and Spain, so they couldn't really properly celebrate on the pitch because they didn't even have a, another game in this window. Um, they are friendly, but those don't count, as we know. Uh, so, so uh, great stuff, though, for Scotland. um, uh, Quite quite a place in Group B, where France are through the perfect record. The Netherlands, though, level on points with Greece, uh, but they do have a game in hand, so... That shouldn't be a problem. However, Group C is where there could be a lot of drama. England through. Ukraine second, having played one more game against Italy. And Italy will play their game in hand. Before that, so, you, they're against North Macedonia. You'd imagine they win. Although, well, what happened last time is 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 a different story. Uh, the World Cup qualifier, I believe, of course. Uh, and, but if they do win, North Macedonia definitely are out in any case. So if Italy do win, then they will be level on points with Ukraine, with a fairly close goal difference, unless that's you know a big blowout, and then the two will face each other head to head for the final uh, for the final spot uh, qualification spot in the group. So it will basically be a playoff. So that's one to watch in in the next window. Another thing to watch is Group D. Turkey safely through mostly, uh, but Wales and Croatia level on points. With 6 games played. Because Wales beat Croatia 2-1. A big result for them. So if they can win their 2 games. Wales have a really good chance of going through. So that's that's a big result over there. In group E Albania looking great. Uh, top of the group. They need 1 win. They've got Moldova and Faroe Islands coming up. So you'd imagine they'll get it. So then behind them uh, Czechia, Poland and Moldova. All within a couple of points, like separated by a point each, but Poland have played one extra game, so it's really Moldova against Czechia, uh, quite possibly for a second. But so that's quite the group. Not so much fun in Group F: Belgium and Australia. All uh, Australia, Australia already through. Um, group G: Hungary and Serbia looking set to advance. Group H. Group H is H. fun. Yeah, it was. It's a load of fun. Uh, Slovenia and Denmark top on 19 points. Kazakhstan slightly dropped behind them now. Uh, they I think they lost to Denmark. Was, I mean, if they beat Denmark, this group, group would be wide open. Um, so, they're four points of them. And Finland are a further three behind because they lost their th- uh, three previous matches. But really, for most of this group, it's been a four-way race. So, uh, some some great entertainment there. Uh, Group I, we've got Romania and Switzerland in the top two and Israel with a couple of games to play might have a chance but they are facing Switzerland and of course given the the current situation uh, there and uh, the the sort of uh, conflict with Hamas, uh, uh, it's, it's tough to say when those games will be played but apparently UFA has said that they have to play before the draw which is in December I believe. So, yeah, I don't know how it's, what's going to happen because I know for Palestine's World Cup qualifiers, they have received offers to sort of play elsewhere. I think Algeria and Malaysia, if I'm not mistaken, have uh, invited them. Of course, the situation for Palestine is very different than Israel. So, uh, it's it, it should be interesting to see how, how this one might play out because there's not a lot of time uh, before the draw. So... I suppose that's one to watch. Group J uh, Portugal, eight wins from eight, 32 goals scored, and two conceded. Definitely the strongest team in this qualification group. Of course, not very representative because they haven't played the top sides, but I have to say, uh, Roberto Martinez's sort of attack has looked a lot, lot better than I expected. Uh, and Slovakia, second, five points ahead of Luxembourg, whom they beat. Had they not done that, Luxembourg, or rather had Luxembourg won, they would have been in a great position to qualify for, I believe, what would be their first ever major tournament. Uh, And they've been, they've been basically trying forever. They've never done it, both the Euros and the World Cup. Uh, So that would be quite something, but uh, not to be for them. That's your, that's your Euro qualifier roundup. Let's very quickly Dash on. Let's stay in Europe. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the UEFA Women's Champions League qualifiers. We had a bunch of uh, second round, second leg ties this week. So, basically playoffs for the group group stages. Uh, And, yeah, it was quite intense, quite entertaining. Some massive results. The big headlines. Wolfsburg are out, having reached at least the quarterfinals in each of the last 11 seasons. Wolfsburg won't even be making the group stage this time. So that's a big story. Paris FC returning after 11 years, funnily enough. And beating them, as well as last year's semi-finalists, Arsenal, in the process. So a huge, huge result uh, right there. Uh, Another one was Manchester United against Paris Saint-Germain. A big time Manchester United's uh, UEFA Women's Champions League debut, actually. And they couldn't. Get the job done in the end. They were beaten 3-1 in the second leg. So they're out. Uh, another story is that we have two Swedish teams in the group for the first time ever. Beko Heken beating Eftzer 20 in a close tie. And Eftzer Rosengord uh, beating Spartak Subaltica. It's a bit more comfort there. Elsewhere, Eintracht Frankfurt thrashing Sparta Prague to get through. Axe looking really strong. They're through as well. Azar, Bran, uh, Real Madrid. And St. Pölten uh, of Austria and Benfica as well, with a massive win over Apple and Limassol. So that has set us up um, for the groups. And I can tell you what the groups are because we just had the draw. And boy, oh boy, do we have some groups. Group C in particular is absolutely stacked, is the word I think uh, that would be most appropriate because honestly, any of these four teams would not look out of place at all uh, in the knockouts. Uh, you've got Bayern Munich, Paris Saint-Germain, Roma, Italian champions, and Ajax, who have looked really strong as well in, in in the playoffs, as I said. So, massive group that. Group D as well, really interesting. Chelsea, probably the favourites. But Real Madrid, Paris FC, who, you know, caused two upsets, as well as Swedish uh, title contenders Beko Hecken, is strong. Groups A and B, you'd expect Barcelona and Lyon to have a comfortable time progressing, but behind them, it's pretty wide open. In Group A, you've got Benfica and Andracht Frankfurt as well as Rosengord. So, certainly anyone's uh, second spot is quite open. And in Group B, you've got Slavia Prague, St. Pölten and Brand. So, we could have a surprise quarter-finalist definitely coming from that group. So, a lovely draw there and we absolutely look forward to the the, the group stage proper starting in November. And over in South America, we are approaching the end of their Continental uh, Women's Club Football Tournament. The Copa Libertadores Femenina Final is set. Um. Now, I believe there's been 14 editions so far, not including this one. And we've had, on, on 11 occasions, a Brazilian winner. Ben, do you want to guess how many all Brazilian finals we've had in the past? So, as I said, 14 editions, 11 Brazilian winners.
1: Any guess? I'm going to guess something like 10 or so. Well, the correct answer is one.
0: There's only been one all Brazilian final? In the past. And we're going to have the second uh, this weekend. It's it, Yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty surprising stat when you consider that because it's utterly dominated by Brazil, the tournament. But I guess part of the reason is that generally you only get two Brazilian clubs uh, or three uh, in, in, in the sort of group stage. But still, I mean, you would expect them to both sort of win their groups and then have different brackets uh, in certain cases in the finals. or so Of course, sometimes they will meet in the semis. Um, but yeah, an interesting stat. But anyway, we had three Brazilian teams in the semi finals this time, so a high chance of an all Brazilian final, and that's exactly what we've got. We've got the defending champions against the 2021 champions, so it's a uh, Palmeiras against Corinthians, which should be interesting. But I have to say, uh, a, a, a brilliant job from Internacional, who were making their debut. Uh, in the Libertadores this term, they won their group. In the process of doing it, they absolutely thrashed last season's finalists Boca Juniors. I think beat them by like five or something, which because of goal difference caused Boca to crash out of the group, which was a big result uh, there. Then they thrashed Colo Colo, the Chilean, uh, I believe, champions, uh, in the quarterfinals, and they they nearly beat Corinthians. Uh, the Brazilian champions and I think the 2021 champions uh, in in the semifinal because they went 1-0 up and they were looking the better side. They were still creating the better chances and everything. But then in the second half, they got a red card and then conceded in the 80th minute and then lost on penalties. So really quite, quite unfortunate for, for them, I have to say, but a great, great effort from them and so it's palmeiras against corinthians in the final this weekend that's something to look forward to All right let's also talk about a couple of other uh, titles that might be decided soon i just got a notification uh, which says that shanghai port have lost surprisingly to beijing guan they needed a win to seal their title after uh, shandong shan won earlier this day uh, today this morning for me, uh, to sort of keep the rallies going, and yeah, if I mean, I, I thought that was a good result for Shanghai Port because you know they can win the title themselves, but uh, apparently they don't want to do it uh, or not yet anyway. Uh, so yeah, it's I I I'll have to look up who they're playing next because I was honestly planning to say Shanghai Port have won the title, uh, but that didn't quite work out for me. Ooh, would you look at that? You're
1: going to want to... Yeah, I was about to say, you're going to want to look at who they play next, Neil.
0: Well, would you look at that? They're playing Shandong Taishan. So hold on a minute. We actually might have a tile race here. There's five points between the two. Two games left. Obviously, if Shandong Taishan win that, we've only got a very electrical race because then there'll be two points between them. Shanghai Boards' last game is against Dalian Professional. Uh, who were... 15th are, and sixteen. Yes, they are in the relegation zone on goal difference. So they will almost certainly be in the relegation battle on the last day. So they will quite literally be fighting for their lives. And Shandong's last game is against Henan FC, who are comfortably mid-table,
1: who will have nothing to play for. So, wow. It's is- going to be interesting because on Wednesday... So that game, Shanghai Port, Shandong Taishan is on Sunday. On Wednesday, uh, Shandong Taishan have guess, a Champions League game.
0: Indeed they do. They're against Incheon, who, by the way, caused a big result in the K-League title race, which we'll talk about shortly. But uh, yeah, this is, well, quite the twist. And uh, I, I don't know if you've got the table in front of you, but do you want to guess what the the sort of the goal difference difference Uh, If if that makes sense is between these two teams, because there's a possibility that that Shandong um, win uh, next week and then Shanghai will have to win. Like because if they draw, then it might go down to goal difference. Right. So do you want to guess what the goal difference is? I have the
1: table in front of me. So I know the answer. Yeah,
0: the goal difference for both sides is exactly plus 30. There is nothing between them. And of course, if um, Shandong win, then it will go in their favor. And then, obviously, uh, they... Oh, but I believe the first tiebreaker is actually head-to-head. And again, if Shandong win, then that'll probably be in their favor. So, yeah, we have a title race. We have a title race in the Chinese Super League, which we never really had for the whole season, I think, because Singapore look looked comfortable for the most part. Like, the gap's always been, like, you know, 7 to 9 points or something. So, yeah, quite a twist. But... uh. Still, somebody's winner.
1: Are we gonna call it. Oh, yes, for
0: striker <laughs> winner. How many goals has he got this season? I'm I, think sure. got, I think he's got like
1: close to 10. Let me pull this up I, right I, now. I'm he gonna has say double digits. 11. Yeah, I yes. was gonna say, I think he has about 10, but he's got 11.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Shan Tai Taishan have been using Fellaini as a proper target man striker for the whole season, and it's gone brilliantly. I have to say. <laughs>
1: He has done good. a good, it, more than just scoring. Yeah. He has actually been good at facilitating, which is what you want on target man. To yeah. none, I mean, a poacher target man would be, I'm going to score, you know, 20 goals. But he's like, I'm going to use my chest to just be a magnet. You know, yeah. the ball is lumped up. I mean, he is, he's, he, yeah, he's something else. I mean, and striker is definitely probably the best position for him to even play in this league. Yeah, Especially so, being like 30-something now. I mean, he's, he's definitely a bit older and, and he's not the same.
0: Midfielder that he was. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Like, because he used to be box-to-box. Box, yeah, and did. now he's he in done. the box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's Yeah. And yeah, his, his, actually, his movement in the box has impressed me the most. Because he's been moving like a proper striker. So, yeah, he's had enough to have 11 goals, as you say. That's tough for him. So, yeah. Well, Chinese Super League title is very much on. I suppose that's something to keep an eye on out for the next uh, couple of weeks. But I guess something that won't be worth keeping much of an eye on is the K-League title race. Because that's basically over. <laughs> uh, and yeah. that's, that's not really been a thing for the whole season. But for the second half of the season, Ulsan and Hyundai have decided that they will drop oh points every other week. Uh, and refused. More than every other week. Yeah, like almost In every their league. last
1: 10 league games, they've won three. Ooh, what? And they've drawn five.
0: Okay, that's. That's worse than they, I imagined. Yeah, that's what I was exactly. looking up because
1: I was like, so they're going to win the title. I would love to be proven wrong because then I feel like that would make people be like, huh, maybe K-League I should watch. It's super interesting. <laughs> um, which you should, it is, even it is. if there's like a one-horse race for the whole season. But they have been so like weirdly, like the results have been garbage <laughs> recently. Yeah, it's, they look so good for the first half of the season. Yeah. The just... first two... The, definitely the first like two thirds it was that last um so the Kaylee before it splits into two groups because there's 12 teams and it goes in top six bottom six so they do three games against each other for 33 matches then they split for those first like 22 i mean there was like no one else it was it was all of them yeah i'd have to go look but i'm pretty sure they they were like so far ahead and then it was like something switched and they're like thought they only were playing a double round robin maybe and they just couldn't get the points that they needed, which has meant that they're only they're only um eight points clear right now with a game in hand, like, qu- only mere, right a mere eight points yeah. But they were like they were so far ahead like at first
0: sixteen or something at points mm-hmm. like at around sort of the halfway stage as in yeah. after two rounds of game one. everyone uh, they
1: uh and so they basically they effectively need, like, four points from the next f- from their last five games, which they'll get because if they draw every single game, which, you know... But, but mean,
0: they, they probably won't actually need it because Bohang Steelers will drop those yes, points. Yes, exactly.
1: Them. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, I mean, did, would did. have to... So they mathematically only need four points from five games, which even in their current form, they've been, like, mm-hmm. there or slightly better than that. Points per game over the last 10 games. So yeah. they could lose the next four and then... or. I mean, theoretically, they probably could lose the next four when the fine one is still in the title because Pohong are not going to. I mean, they dropped points to so Incheon.
0: Uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Pohong do play Olson the penultimate game.
0: Uh, Olson, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, so, I think I their mean... last um, game of sort of the regular season was also against each other. That was nil nil. Um,
1: so, yeah. Uh, yep. That was nil nil. And, yeah. And I'm trying to go back and see where their other head to head was. Uh, Wilson won, I think, Ulsan in July one nil, yeah, and then, yeah, and two two draw in April, so ah, okay. it's actually been pretty even. So, but again, I mean, yeah, Taylor's is pretty over because Pohan couldn't, you know, win today, yeah, but uh, a very, very good run of form they had for a very long time,
0: yeah, but it's uh, they've also sort of fallen off a bit. The win yeah. less in the last four league games, so it's so rather derailed the 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 title charge if it ever existed. But uh, just we did we didn't put this in our sort of plan. But you know, this talk of um, uh, do- dropping lots of points on route to the title reminds me of the Jap uh, the J League title race yeah. uh, this year, which is crazy. Uh, if you haven't pulled up the table, do you want to guess what the points per game average of the league leaders, with Kobe, base
1: no, I've seen that, and they have... Um, I, can, I can't do that math in my head. Is that two? Yeah, That's it's two exactly points. Exactly two, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, 29 games, they have 58 points. Uh, and I think there was a point where basically each of the top four had won one of their last five games or something. Uh, Whistle have won, or rather Kobe have won three of their last four. So they're sort of getting their act together. And then are four points clear of defending champions Yokohama F. Marinos, who've lost three of their last five. They're not defending their title very well. Uh, AFC Champions League champions, who are about Red Diamonds, won earlier today. They're within five points of Kobe with, obviously, a game extra played. And there's a whole cluster of teams. <laughs> the but cluster Yokohama, is fun. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Basically, uh, especially after uh, the Kawasaki Frontale and avispa Fukuoka result today, by the way, Kawasaki Frontal are having a horrific season. They're down in ninth. But yeah, the cluster Kashima Antlers, Sanfrecce Hiroshima, Nagawa Grampus, all on 47 points. So, all six behind the last uh, AFC Champions League spot uh, with a, a game to play uh, relative to Urawa Reds. And then just a couple points behind them, we've got Serizu Osaka, Avispa Fukuoka. So, basically, half the league is either challenging for the title or uh, a Champions League spot. Uh, which is, yeah, quite, quite something.
1: Uh, and then... We do have a relegation battle, too. Oh, yes, we do. Of it's, uh, Yokohama FC, but, who are newly promoted. There's only one team that gets relegated this season. Yeah, they're turning to 20. Yeah, so they're going to even out all the divisions. Uh, J, one two three. 2, uh, Yokohama FC are, are currently last with 23 points, but then 24 points is shown in Belmaris. So it's definitely a tight one because they've been about even, I think, recently. I think Shona yeah, had say, a little to say, Yokohama
0: FC, though, in sort of the games, which I would have generally been against their top teams, they've looked pretty good. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, they had that big 4-1 win in the Derby. Um, But yeah, yeah. I suppose their issue has been not picking up points against the Yeah, signs. I was going
1: to say, they, they've got the Tottenham syndrome. They can beat <laughs> City, but they'll lose against everyone else because they, they beat... So their, their most recent win in late August was, yeah, 4-1 oh, that's in the Oklahoma. Last win? Yeah, that was their last win. One another win before that. two They lost two in a row, and then they have one win. Vizal Kobe, 2-0. Vizal Kobe, right? It's just, they, they're they just pulling out wins out of a hat. And I'll it's always you, against... Robin Hood. They drew against oh, Urawa. <laughs> they drew against Urawa. Uh, They, yeah, I'm looking up. It's just, it, I mean, really, they've done decently against the top Three Quite now, well, the, yeah. the teams that are in the title race it, this season they've done well against but yeah I mean recently they have been horrible they've they their form has completely fallen off the past yeah. the last third of the season I'd say
0: but the good news for them is they've got Kashima Antlers on the final day so one of the sort of top contenders so you can expect a result then uh, and yeah let's see how that goes but, but
1: that's is that where where is that okay the their last that,
0: match yeah uh, on the final day. Yeah, if they need a result, then... Oh, it's in
1: Kishima. Okay, I was looking at... There I was you're... hoping it was going to be Yokohama, because I was be like, that would pop in there. <laughs> I could see them just be like, you know what, let's ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: but uh, yeah, They're not quite there. Right, let's um, move on to a couple of leagues that are just getting underway. Um, We have the African Football League starting today, which in case sounds uh, a bit confusing. Certainly did to Ben when I said AFL. Oh, it's, no, it's
1: confusing, and I'll tell that. Once you explain it, I'll tell you why. It's even yeah, more no, confusing no, than I, I originally and,
0: thought. I completely because I, I put it in the doc as AFL, which you naturally read as Aussie, uh, the Australian Rules Football League. Um, but obviously, it's the African Football League, because that's the sport we're concerned with. Um, and the reason that probably sounds unfamiliar is because it was originally called the African Super League. And then they just fairly recently decided to change the name to the African Football League because apparently their colleagues in Europe recommended to not call it the Super League after uh, all all of their Super League debacles. But anyway, what this was supposed to be was in about 2021, Gianni Infantino headed to Africa and he said, uh, let's do a Super League because you people need money. So we will make the Super League and you will all get rich. Was his idea in in very basic terms? Uh, how feasible, How practical that is is a question, honestly. But I guess we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. Brian, the original plans were to have like something like twenty, thirty teams, but ultimately we're just gonna have eight, and they're selected based on club coefficients uh, divided by region. So it's not the top eight teams in Africa, because that would all be like North African teams. It's like three three teams from, or the top three teams from North Africa. I think there's three from like West and Central. And two from like South and East. So that's how they've got eight teams, basically. Uh, I can't tell you who those eight teams are instead of talking uh, in such abstract terms. So let me quickly pull up the, the list of teams. Uh, tonight, or rather, well, by the time this goes out, this match will probably be underway. But the opening fixture is Simba see, against Al Ahli. Al Ahli, obviously, I suppose the top team. Yeah. By the way, we're starting straight with quarterfinals. So no group status or It's uh, not even
1: a league. That's the problem. That's why yeah, it's, it's more <laughs> confusing. It's the it's basically the African Football Cup, which obviously they can't name stuff because then like they already have those. <laughs> but if they call it the African Football League, and then they're like, let's make it a knockout tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Which I, I guess the Champions League, but it's kind of league and. Yeah, cup. but at least but they this have like straight, a group. Yeah. But At least they have just... league format. This doesn't have anything. It'd be more fun if this was across the whole the entire season, you know, being yeah. double round robin. That would be fun. That won't happen. I mean, well, that would. I guess be so that was
0: fun. the original plan, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. Was the
1: original plan to split these clubs out of their domestic leagues?
0: Well, there was some talk of that because they wanted to like have twenty or thirty, but I I, I don't think that ever took off. But the plan was that you would have, like, a, which is really confusing, to be honest, because they already do have a Champions League. But the plan was to have a league league format thing um, with, like, 20 or so clubs. So, I don't know if they talked about splitting them into groups or just, like, one big round of robin thing. Uh, but yeah, there's loads of plans. Uh, loads I, I, of if, if they
1: were to do a league format, I'm just realizing now, with they'd have to pay a ton of money exactly. or cover almost all the travel costs because yeah, you just think one, about that's... how big the whole continent is and you, you can't take out the North any of the North African countries or teams because they're the best. You can't take out like, especially sundowns. right now Mall Lady Sundowns because yeah. they're the best. I and mean, and you you certainly if you were to have a super league, you cannot also not have Kaiser Chiefs and Arlana yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Because you would be completely losing out on sixty K people every single week they play. I mean that's in, the size of Africa is ginormous, so they'd have to subsidize. That would be,
0: yeah, yeah, like that, that's one of the big things. Like Infantino spoke of, or centralized,
1: league. which is then a problem because you yeah, don't then then make it fun money. Because then, yeah, exactly. That's what AFC's doing doing with their Champions League, trying to centralize stuff. And people are like, No,
0: that's, like the Australians are the like, No, nah, mate,
1: like we got to go see <laughs> these games. Like,
0: I love that no, <laughs>
1: they're going, <there. laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- that's one of the big criticisms is that you know Infantino talked about all this money and sort of uh, streaming revenue and whatever. But oh, by the way, that reminds me, uh, all these games are free on FIFA Plus, basically everywhere in the world, except the UK and somewhere else.
1: Um, I was about to look them up in the US because I swear the US. I think and FIFA the US Plus each on each other.
0: FIFA Plus. I-, I think so, uh, but yeah, I think it's like just a couple of territories. Everywhere else, free on FIFA Plus. So to watch, um, if you can. But yeah, that's oh, the big criticism. good, it's free. Uh, that's the big criticism. Is, you know, you will get all that, you know, ticket revenue, streaming revenue, all big games and whatever, whatever, but there's a load of travel costs to be had. But yeah, like, you know, the big content, as you say, and that's obviously something felt in, in Asia as well with the AFC Champions League. And obviously, Asia is much bigger, so then they have to do the zonal split and everything. But uh, yeah, well, anyway, let's see how it goes. Uh, I didn't say the teams, did I? Here are the first semifinals. We've got Simba C against El Ahli. uh, T.P. Mazembe against Esperance. uh, Petro Atletico de Luanda against Mamanori Sundowns. And lastly, uh, Enimba against Vidad Casablanca. So that uh, is your quarterfinal bracket.
1: Um, What's their souls with that travel time? Because I mean... Going yeah. from Dar es Salaam to Cairo is, is no short distance. <laughs> and the, they're playing on the 20th today, and then they play on the 24th, which is uh, Tuesday. So
0: Yeah, they have uh, oh. quite, quite a job to do to get across these two-legged ties, as you say. Uh, I suppose there's yeah, largely four clear favorites here. Uh will only Sundowns and Vidal Casablanca, I'd say. But... Yeah, well, we'll show up with great games, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Since
1: it's going to be free pretty much everywhere, then. Yeah. I mean, African football, especially the top teams in Africa, are just so good. If you've not watched African football before, it's like, definitely give it a watch, especially this if it's you don't a have to pay anything. It's, it's a great experience. Yeah. Absolutely. So,
0: yeah, on that front, I guess, fair enough. Should be good. Anyway, let's also drop down to uh, Australia there. um we had the season starting both in the men's and women's A-League. The women's A-League started last week, men's A-League this week. Before we talk about that though, big news is that they have decided to abandon the grand finals plan with Sydney. So the fans have finally won and the CEO who's behind it, Danny Townsend, is also off. So okay. they're, they're, they're even happier. Um, instead, they're replacing that with, uh, what did they call it? A league united or some, some round in Sydney where basically all the teams across both leagues will play in Sydney, which I'm interested to see how it works logistically. But yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, they're probably have to play like in the same stadium, like maybe like twice a day and two days in a row or something to make that work. But
1: there's definitely a number of stadiums,
0: yeah, th- there are, but like in Sydney, but you, have think like, it's 12 games, yeah. So even if you have like to, you know four stadiums so you're gonna need to play back to back in some yep. of them and a couple of days as well so yeah the it's pitches are gonna take a beating off <laughs> yeah. but
1: it's gonna i mean definitely as an experience it's gonna be a blast so yeah, sydney is like where i think the, the the heart of soccer is for australia well no i'd say melbourne to be honest definitely victoria or the st- state because you think so? Because oh, I thought that was much more on to... Australian rules. Is it Melbourne? Yeah. Like I thought that there was always the stronghold was Sydney and, and kind of the East Coast. Melbourne's mm-hmm. got everything, I guess. So, you know. yeah, what? But yeah, like, uh, sort of, you look at
0: it historically, um, not just in the A-League, where obviously Melbourne victory, I think, you know, agrees is the biggest club in terms of, like, history and mm-hmm. and all that.
1: Also going money, to out... too. Victoria yeah, has a ton of money. Yeah. Exactly. All Victorian then... clubs. Even the MPLs, I guess. I think a lot of players go down to yeah, Victoria. Yeah, like, like, like the Melbourne Knights,
0: for example, right? Yeah. So, such a historic club, founded in like 1950-something. Um, and yeah, in the NDA, NPL. Now, so why Sydney it... then? So, well, Sydney, they did Sydney because they had a deal Bribes. with the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's basically it. They had a deal with the, <laughs> uh, uh, the government, the, the local government, uh, which is why the people hated this CEO, Danny Townsend, because he stuck the deal for like three years so. Yeah, that that's uh that's why. But anyway, that 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 happened. So you're gonna have to grand final wherever it's supposed to be, depending on you know, obviously which teams are playing. And you'll have a bonus round of fixtures in Sydney, which should in fairness be fun. Uh, uh you know, I, I suppose people it's, it's maybe something actually worth travelling to, uh, especially because Sydney's pretty close to all these big places like Melbourne in relative terms. So yeah, I, I guess a good ending to that. But anyway, let's talk about the leagues that have started. As I said, the women's A-League a has had a whole round of fixtures. Let's get into that. couple of big stories. Uh, big one f- from earlier today is Central Coast Miners have won their first game in 14 years. Which Ben suggested, I say, in that very click way to make everyone think that they're a <laughs> horrific team. But the, the real story is that they were founded in 2007 or 8 when the women's A League started, played a couple of seasons and then didn't have enough funding, so I decided to pull out before the 2010 season. Now they've got funding. Obviously, San Ghost Manor's men's team winning the A League last um, the men's A League of course last season was huge as well. Now that but I think this was planned before that anyway. So they're back now and they finally won a game. So and scored a goal as well obviously so um a big achievement for them first in 14 years. But, um yeah, elsewhere in the league, the big sort of result from the first week was Adelaide United 4, Canberra United 4, An absolutely chaotic game, swung in every way possible, some very chaotic goals as well, uh, safe to say Adelaide United's keeper didn't have the best of first halves, but got better in the second, and to cap it all off, uh, stoppage time equaliser for Adelaide, so... Some big, big drama uh, over there.
1: Three penalties and two yes. really bad goalkeeper mistakes, <laughs> yeah. and eight total goals. So it was very. It was definitely. I was watching the. I didn't watch the replay like start to finish. It was clicking through, and it was. It was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's and on 12. YouTube. If if oh, yes. I think we if you're outside answer. Australia, so
0: yeah, and most of these are on YouTube. Um, yeah, I
1: keep up. At least in the US, in... I get like two games, but I think a lot of countries have more. So you'll yeah. get both men and women. Two, yep. between two and like three or four games sometimes,
0: and definitely the big ones uh you're doing and all of them
1: us. are shown live just on replay sometimes there. yeah, yeah, so that that's a nice yeah nice and all the big ones it, they're it's definitely good the the league is the league is uh, a lot of fun, both men and women it's very fun, yep uh, yeah,
0: pretty high level uh, especially the women's league, you know we've yeah. got a number of players going from the a league to top European clubs uh Including some really exciting young talents, Kaira Kuni across of course, the, the big one, uh, started the World Cup now at Arsenal. Uh, and we had Mary Fowler move from Melbourne City to Manchester City, obviously. The city group thing is a factor, but really exciting talent as well. So, yeah, definitely the Women's League worth watching if you sort of want to get maybe a bit ahead of the curve on the, the top talents, but the Men's League as well, some super talented players coming up. Uh, necessarily Iran couldn't of course um, the big one he started today uh, against Central Ghost Mariners and boy he was electric I mean yeah he's, he's just, well see uh, I
1: wasn't able to watch that because you know time is terrible in the US yeah his games, mean, he, but he, it did, was not did,
0: his he... best game but well he
1: didn't come on as a sub that's why <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, yeah I mean that's what I swear
0: but yeah I mean he he's just so fun to watch because when he gets the ball you know oh, he God. can do anything like he gets you off your seat every time. So yeah, he had a couple of he, you know, crazy that's true. Ribbons. He is one of those
1: very, very, very few players that not only like he gets you off your seat every time. You want him to get a ball because you know he's going to do something, and yeah. he can do anything. He can score from the most atrocious angles, and he <laughs> can the longest he can ranges. yeah he can randomly get an assist by just existing in a spot, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's like you, you don't know how he just has the ball, and then he's putting in his pass a lot like across the face go, uh, pass for it to happen and you're like how did he do that and he's quick and he he's is but rapid dribbling yeah and I his mean,
0: ball control is unbelievable like he can he, he changes direction he's, crazy speed it's
1: it, that dude is gonna be t- his legs are gonna be tired when he's like 26 I swear, <laughs> because it, to, to change direction or speed so, quickly is is so taxing yeah. and it's just that's something the Tongi and Damble, I think, is that the reason why Tottenham in, in Premier League is very physical that he can struggle is that he is so he changes direction so suddenly and speed so suddenly that it taxes his body. He needs to be subbed out by 60, 70 minutes mm-hmm. because he can't yeah. complete. That's why I think it's not unless like a total lack of fitness, but that it can just be so taxing and in in necessary that way, but it's so much fun. And I he's he need so he basically came on as a sub for almost all games last season. which was yep. just wild. If he can start and do as well starting, which is not bad that he came on as a sub. He's so young. He shouldn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's what seventeen, from right, like Sixteen last season. Yeah, so, yeah, give
1: him some time. And now he'll be starting. Well managed. Yeah. yeah. Follow Adelaide because oh, if he does as well as he did from the bench as a starter, I can. I'm guessing in January he'll probably go because <laughs> you can probably get him in cheaper in January than you would waiting until July. And yeah, I, mean, I think he's league way league better than Bayern. Scotland, where most A-League talents seem to be going to Scotland Belgium. Oh, yeah, and Belgium. absolutely. He should go to Belgium over Scotland, but he could potentially go... Even top five leagues. I think Bayern obviously. were looking at him, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. And he, he would have started Bayern. But, oh, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, he, he, he would have started Bayern, somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. From a development standpoint, uh, uh, buy him cheap at a top club, a good development plan for a year and a half, two years. Yeah. He's... I mean, Gonna, He's gonna,
0: yeah, talent on your hands there. So, yeah, exciting times. There. Australia
1: has some of the best young talents in the world, I, I swear, right now. They like they're sending more and more to Europe and they're just developing more and more. One leaves, qual leaves, and all of a sudden you have yeah, this new guy you're <laughs> <kinda>, and You're <laughs> like, some, who is he? He's gonna leave, <laughs> you're gonna have someone else come in.
0: Yes, yeah, only some 16 year old kid in that game come off the bench for uh, I think, I think Adelaide actually. Uh, I'll have to check, but yeah, it's, it's it's an absolute production line at this point. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely exciting times in Musa Torre, yeah, 17 yes. year old. Okay, 17, yeah, but well, there you go. Uh, same thing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, right, let's finally uh, look ahead to the weekend. I uh, didn't get this in the doc either, Ben, but uh, decision day in MLS. Uh, right be... yep
1: i forgot because dc is out so i, I oh, yeah can... right they're, they're in, in the, playoff the playoff spot exactly <laughs> and they and they mathematically cannot finish in the playoff spot so wayne rooney's out he got fired uh, at the end of the season when he's in the playoff spots <laughs> but he's not going to finish the playoffs uh, yeah.
0: he, he, he can put that on a cv though fired at manage. fired d-
1: yeah hey if you're on football manager and say you were fired in the relegation or in the uh,
0: playoff, playoff spot yeah because
1: yeah. there's no relegation in the US, yeah yeah.
0: But yeah, half the league is going to be in, actually, more than half the league. Going to be the yeah, we won half the league, man. Oh. No,
1: actually, but league. no, Messi. Oh yeah, but no, yeah, our prediction was. That's, that's what people dead. are going to care about. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, he barely played in the league. Like, does he have like five <laughs> yeah. appearances or So yeah, and he was
1: hurt, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they weren't yeah. going to make it anyway. Yeah,
0: no. But yeah, he he got his trophy at least, so. Yeah. He was signed
1: for next season. Let's be real. Yes, yeah, uh,
0: and yeah, there's actually teams with negative xGD who will be in the playoffs. Um, so great stuff. Uh, but yeah, it should be exciting though. Um, top teams are you know quite fun to watch. From Louis okay. City, uh, having their um, exceptional debut season, uh, won the Western Conference. Uh, FC Cincinnati with the best. Diminutive Argentine number 10 in the league, Luciana Costa, uh, should be very fun. Orlando City really done well, especially the second half of the season. So, yeah, should be a very exciting player bracket. Uh, and we'll speak about it uh, as it goes on. But, right, let's move on. A couple of European fixtures. Um, Let's start with probably the Mainz biggest Bayern. one.
1: Yeah, that's the yes. biggest one. <laughs>
0: yeah, the biggest one. Oh, you, have, you have a little <laughs> stat for us on Mainz
1: and Bayern. Yes. Uh, Mainz right, so. are Bayern's thorn in the side that but so Mainz in Mainz against Bayern Munich the best team in German football history right absolutely. the last three games in a row Mainz have beat Bayern like commandingly yeah. In the, Bundesliga,
0: the th- yeah in the last
1: three yeah in the last three in the Bundesliga I should say yeah uh that they, normally they're like in in this it's the other side. So it was in like an April normally. So I, a joke I think I posted on Twitter like last year was that like, yeah, like, Mainz in Mainz in April, Bayern cannot beat them. And it's been something <laughs> like almost a decade since Bayern's done that. But so maybe playing right now will help Bayern because I don't know. Maybe, maybe the fall when they're not as tired. But but, but Mainz at home in the league have been unbeatable in three years. So
0: goodbye. Yeah, Want to watch yeah. coming it's back 3-1, from 3 1, 3 1, and 2 1. The last few yeah. results, and so the they're going to one... concede,
1: but yeah, the, the, they'll the, still win. They'll still
0: <laughs> win. And the two one also was a stoppage time goal for Bayern. So as you said, it's never really been close. Uh so last, that's, that's the big game. Uh, we got some huge fixtures in the Premier League, though, because we do hate to mention the Premier League. But I mean, there's some big games: Manchester, City, Brighton, yeah, Merseyside Derby. But before we get into that, Ben, do you want to venture a guess at who the Premier League leader is? Uh in terms of non penalty expected goals per ninety so far this season.
1: Team or or player? Uh the team. I think I might cheat because I think I saw you tweet that yesterday. Uh, okay. And then I looked, but it was a t wasn't it a tie on FB Ref? Was okay, it Newcastle wow. and Brighton? Right. Uh so it's Newcastle
0: outright on FB Ref, which is yeah, okay. fair enough. But uh I should say I got my th- for my for the purposes of my agenda rather. I I'm taking this stat from yes. Soccerment. So who do you think is top? Uh according to Soccerment's non penalty XG per ninety. Oh. Because I think um FB is Castle? actually I think FBF
1: is uh XG per ninety. It's not non penalty. Oh I had I had gone over the I think they have. Maybe I'll have to look at it. I don't know. Okay. That's another that? time. So, okay. Yeah. Is it not Newcastle? Well, uh, yeah. So, certainly not
0: on. On uh, uh on, so- on, so on soccer. Oh yes. Yeah, you're it right. Yeah. You, the, yeah. That is um, NPX. Yeah, so if you scroll deeper, and that's tied between Newcastle and Brighton on FB ref. But uh, for soccer, no, it's neither of them. It's neither Newcastle nor Brighton. I'll give you one bonus guess. I'll
1: preface this with uh uh. I really like soccer, so don't take this as a knock <laughs> on FBRF. But yes, soccer, very good. So, I'll go with them. It's okay. not either of them. I don't. It's not Newcastle. It's Everton. not Brighton.
0: It is Everton. That's correct. Is it
1: right. ever? How? <laughs> yeah. I know that there's so much better than the results have, have been. But I've stop. seen so much this week that people have been, with the international break, you got two weeks to look ahead of this game. And people have been like, Everton are so good. Like, not the results, but like the, yeah, the how they're playing. It numbers. seems like they, they're actually doing a yeah. respectable job.
0: More than respectable, Le- 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 leading the way yeah. in terms of NPX three. That's per ninety, of course. Uh, yeah, quite something. Do you want to guess what, what they have it as well? Because
1: it's really high. NPX per ninety. What their it's number be- is? I don't know. Do you want to guess two? It's two point three zero. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Five losses though. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's it's, it's <laughs> mad.
0: Oh so, yeah, they have been. I mean, their uh, NPX per shot is zero point one four which is the third
1: best in the league. So so they only have nine goals scored then. So that is 2.3. Uh, the, yeah, their total uh, XG
0: is like 18 plus. Oh my
1: God. They're yeah.
0: underperforming at like more than half, which is, yeah, really, really bad.
1: And it's, yeah. not, and it's not a given that they're just suddenly going to flip like in the next eight games. That's yeah, not course. what XG is about. So like if you're listening to this, you know, take it from my side this is also kind of opinion kind of fact but it's not like the next eight games they're just going to flip and overperform it's just wild the fact yeah, that, that they...
0: that's, that's wrong Ben you know the uh, UFA rules or the FIFA rules say that you must yeah I'm sorry oh I just I at just the end, end of the season, season. so, so yeah. they have to yeah. score like you know, 27 goals in the next next hey
1: in, in the Premier League this season with the VAR things that have been happening that, yeah, that could be a legit thing they that, could say actually... you know what Everton <laughs> oh my god how amazing would it be if in the Liverpool game, Liverpool once again are at the oh, end of a bad Guess call, but this time against Everton, who are who are <laughs> under the, who are, the numbers doing very well, but just can't put those results. But they can't score off of that. And if there's some goal they score to flip them into like you know, like overperforming, I would. <laughs> everyone knows I'm a Pius Tottenham fan. I would pay money <laughs> to see. Twitter completely uh, or X yeah, or whatever completely this. fall apart. Yeah, Reddit would fall apart too. I'm pretty sure game. North Central Northern England would completely fall apart. <laughs> that would be fun. You'd hear yeah, a we have sigh. the
0: independence movement for like Merseyside.
1: Stuff. Yeah, you would. side League, but it wouldn't include Everton. No. no
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they uh, there be like Andorra in the second division? Yeah, there would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, I guess that's uh, all we have time for today. So. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Big thanks to you, Ben, uh, getting us back together. Hopefully, we'll be back sooner than a month. Uh, but yeah, there it goes. And of course, enjoy the action you know, this weekend and going forward. So take care and see you soon. Bye-bye.